Jacob Pop, I'm Hakeem. Jacob, thank you guys so much for joining us. Jake, what are we talking about today, bro? Let me talk about the new Jack Harlow album and the new Amir Van EP called Emmanuel. Emmanuel. And Jack Harlow is called Confetti. But before that, we've got some news, uh, so let's get into that. Yes. Um, first off, Machine Gun Kelly says he wants to be happy without pills, drinks, or drugs. So hopefully that sticks, because he has admitted <clears throat> in the media that he has a problem. Sure, and also his music is a lot about depression and uh, just going through heartache. and Yeah. I'm sure drugs don't help. And Machine Gun Kelly, I watched uh, some interviews of his early in his career, like the one he did on Breakfast Club, yeah. where he was kind of trying to prove himself to Charlemagne, and Charlemagne goes, just doesn't move me, dog. You know, yeah. you know and do now, you remember that? Yeah, now the, they've done a interview past that right and he likes him a lot more now and he respects him for being so popular and for his big singles and yada yada yeah because he was i remember that interview he was shocked that he's like man i sold this many like million records and Charlemagne was like no you haven't yeah and like he really checked him he like pulled up wikipedia to show Charlemagne like oh this is legit yeah it's a very very powerful statement um i've always said there are certain artists that just seem to be able to come out with hits yeah uh MGK is like that. Um, Post Malone. Uh, Tyga. No, no, no. I'm saying that are not necessarily good artists, though. Oh, oh But I you know you. they're always kind of yeah, in the conversation. Pitbull's kind of like that. Um, I guess. Yeah. Flo Rida. Flo Rida more so. And um, uh, there's got to be one more. Even like, uh, what's his name? Lil Boosie? Not Lil Boosie. Part of me. Hakeem Bob Part of me. checked. Hell no. Not Lil Boosie. Um... Uh, he, Miss Becky. He came out with the song Plies, Becky. Plies, Plies. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he Plies has... is kind of like uh, that, too. The Ritz Carlton. And Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti is an even better example of that. Break you up. That dude? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's so, you know, sad. just yeah. artists like that. I, I think, only know his hits. Yeah. I think MGK is kind of like that, although I would they argue do. that MGK makes better better albums yeah, than I, those I artists. think that Machine Gun Kelly has some real talent. I just think he he's kind of been... He can't pick a lane, I think. I don't think he knows where he wants to. I think he should go in the rock lane. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm or not, acting. He was he his character. No, no, no. Easy. That, watch that movie blowed. That movie. That, that movie blowed. Yeah. You didn't like Bird Box. That stupid neon colored shit show. You talking about that one? No, Bird Box is the one he did with Sandra Bullock. I didn't watch that one. Where he, he didn't he fuck her? No, he's just did he, you got to watch or just watch clips of it. He plays like that character perfect. What like, is if he plays himself? Yeah. <laughs> or like something synonymous with him. Like he played... Um, that would not be acting. Motley Crue. He was in the Netflix original for Motley Crue. Uh-huh. And uh, he was the lead singer. What was the lead singer's name? Motley Crue. I don't know that one. Um, but he played him. I showed you the this video of him. Podcast. Yeah. I showed you the video of him getting all the makeup put on where they cover up his tattoos. Right. Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, okay. Um, he plays Tommy Lee Jones. It's called Dirt. It's a Netflix original. He's okay. he's a pretty decent actor. Like if he's playing... Because he's a unique individual... I mean, he's got neck tattoos. He's pretty tatted, so he can play. Oh, he plays Tommy Lee. Yeah, MGK plays Tommy Lee. Um, I think I saw trailers for this, but I have not watched it. It's and, pretty good. Uh, well, <laughs> it's pretty good. Go watch it. I mean, you have to be into like if you like classic rock, you probably like it. Okay, but he has to play a role that he like. I mean, he's very he's a unique individual, so he can't really play a lot of vast roles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, acting rock. I, I definitely like the approach. Is that is this from the movie? Yeah, it kind of the makeup looks like shit. I'm gonna be honest. It looks a little cheap, but I'm still gonna watch it off your recommendation because I trust you. But the, the, the looks cheap. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Just go watch it. All right. Okay. And he was I good in you. Bird Box. Um, but yeah, I think definitely when it comes to music, I think the rock inspired tracks are better. Yeah, and that that album of the. Uh, Inspired by Salvador Dali with the cliff. Yeah. Like that album oh, yeah, was... General Admission. Yeah, General Admission. That was that was pretty well received, I said, I think. Wasn't yeah, because that's when he had the first like big, big pop hit. I mean, he had Wild Boy with Flocka. That was his like big first hit. Right. But as far as having a... That was kind of gimmicky and honestly... Bro, it's still about, a good song. He about song. got checked twice. <clears throat> no, it's still a good song, but the gimmick was like the, the hype of Flocka back then, you know? You remember the remix? Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was a moment. It was definitely a hip hop moment. So, MGK has some good, has some solid stats. Yeah, so, but he's just not like he's not like in anybody's top ten. Maybe if he can get 
I don't mean I don't I don't say clean because I don't think Machine Gun Kelly would ever give up doing like all drugs. I think weed is not really viewed as a drug anymore. But anyway, if he were to get focused, I think he could really do big things. I hope so. I mean, I but I think it. a lot of probably big names kind of look at his image as a liability. I mean, is that is that I, relatable? I mean, he's he's very open about like hard drug use. It makes sense. I can see why, like, big labels are... I mean, not late. I mean, it's obviously signed to a big label, but big brands saying... I'm a bad boy. Yeah. Big brands saying, no, we're going <clears> to <throat> go with a different endorsement. I so, think it's he, more so the tattoos when it comes to uh, advertising. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't like face tats. They don't like neck tattoos. Even, even those artists will tell you, like, oh, I really wish I didn't get those tattoos now that I'm making money. Yeah. Because it, it hinders them from make, from getting big deals. But no, hopefully if he can get if, it, if that's true, hopefully things will kind of straighten out and he'll he'll get focused. I'm pretty indifferent. I don't give a shit whether MGK gets sober, goes does acting, or keeps doing music. I don't yeah. give a fuck. So Juice <laughs> World apparently spits a fire freestyle on Funkmaster Flex. Is it impressive anymore? Does. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can you play that? Can we can we listen to it? Yeah, let's play it. Let's just do it. Yo, with Bracken, it's Juice World here on Hot Pause it. Pause it. Listen, it's not a good time to yeah. say Bracken right now. Okay, Juice? Yeah. You are you are definitely the next one. Rest in peace to X. I would say the person who took his place yeah, definitely. is Juice World. Yeah. Right now he has those ears, I would say. Yeah. Also he's just so fucking talented. Yeah, he is. Shout out to fucking. It's not even like it's not even. But don't say Bracken because yeah, Bracken's bad right now. Breaking news: Jake actually Bracken Bracken news. (laughs) (laughs) Bracken news, guys. uh, Jake is indeed involved with the Treyway affiliation. They found out he was actually caught producing a six nine track. Yeah, they also had my car bugged for audio and video, (laughs) and that is not me in that park in my car. No, I am not uh, affiliated with any any gang, except gang gang. <laughs> buzz buzz. Yeah. So let's finish this. So Juice World. You know what it is. This. I pull up on him with that Lilo pussy nigga get stitched. That's what I meant to say. This is off for the head. I'ma leave him dead. What his mama calling the feds? Screaming Juice World killed my son and took his bread. So they kept his ass in the house. That's ski over there. Said. Jesus. Really, I'm sick to the point. These niggas need medicine. I spit to the point. Ski man's even sitting next to him. I'm falling to the point. Need that I met the door with money knocking like let nigga let me in. <laughs> Bro, you know what it's gonna be? It's six minutes long. How's the, he did? Yeah. He did Westwood for like an hour. It's ridiculous. He, I, I think he's one of those people that's always in the studio. Yeah, he gives he gives off that vibe. I mean, the fact that his his album was what twenty one tracks. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Juice World, man. He's he's definitely my favorite artist right now, behind Trippy Red. And now we're gonna talk about Hakeem's real favorite artist, Russ. <laughs> Hakeem's I like some, ringtone is I like paranoid. Some Russ songs. I Hakeem's like ring, ringtone is paranoid. It actually is. Yep. yep. No, but apparently he was me. apparently he was at a club and showered the I've crowd with forty thousand dollars in cash. I've been feeling paranoid. Proving it for me. <laughs> doing my work. Every day and everywhere I go. Did so he do that for like a Disney soundtrack? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Pistol on my last, my last. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. I actually do kind of like that song. And then he says, after doing it, money ain't a thing. That's cool. I mean... No, it's it, not cool. It's as cool mean, as it's like, don't it's, do drugs. It's like drugs on my shirt. He's just a... It's like 2005 cool. You remember when, like, Paris Hilton, like... Do you remember when tabloids would report on celebrities being at a being at a club? Yeah. Like, oh, oh Britney Spears and, and Justin Timberlake were caught dry humping at the Bellagio. And you're yeah. like, and you're like, holy shit! I have to go to the Bellagio. Yeah, I feel like celebrities like used to hang out more. Right. And right. now they're like, shit, I can't go fucking anywhere. Everybody yeah. Has Twitter and Instagram. I, yeah, exactly. And everybody's worried about being canceled. They, you know. Yeah. It's uh, it's not a fun time. It's canceled. <laughs> you can't say that. Treyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's canceled. So, um. Yeah, we had. To I think. I think it's kind of. Listen, it, for anybody to waste forty thousand dollars. 
to just make it rain like that. Yeah, he's so totally like, fucking stupid. He's so like holier than that. Why don't you yeah. just give it to a charity? Did you see his house too? I don't did you see? So Joe Budden did a podcast in the middle of that pink forest from it's, his only. Home. I don't know what the fuck it is. Fuck that forest. But what it, what happened is like Joe literally, I think some at some point in the interview goes. Nice house. Like, it has to point out that he's in, like, a nice... He's like, you see my crib? You see, you see all my plaques going up the stairs? Like, he's he's mentioning all oh, this, he, like, nice he, shit around. Up his stairs? Up his... So he has two steps? steps? He has, like, four steps. Um, he has about... He has really... <laughs> no, he's got some singles. Russ what does numbers, want, too. What they want, what they want. That was pretty good. Dollar signs, yeah. Because there's a lot of white people that listen to rap music, and they... For some reason, I identify with Russ. Oh, guess what, guys? Uh, Jack Harlow today has a very strong black fan base. That's why we're talking about Jack Harlow today. Okay. Does he? I don't. I don't really know any Jack <laughs> no, Harlow fans. No. No, I think it's probably Russ fans. The the first impression. It's Russ fans. Of, I got of Jack Harlow was a guy. He's a YouTuber. Shout out Patrick CC. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching his thing and he reviews people's music and he was doing something and then he Jack Harlow's music came across and he was like yeah I kind of fuck with that and he played his favorite track and I like that, the that songs, was my first exposure I like that song uh, Sun what is it called Sun something before we finish and get into that we need yeah. to go what's, what you know what you know this week so today guys I got a I got a sweet fact for you the only <laughs> I actually got a couple up here, but there was one that I wanted to say. Honey is a better cough suppressant than the over-the-counter cough drops. Can't do it. That's right. Can't Suck do it. on that B honey. I've seen B-Movie. That's Can't be taken to honey, bro. This is the second time I've weaved B-Movie into a podcast. <laughs> this is I don't the second like time you've referenced I don't it. like the taste of honey raw. Oh, I love honey. Some I have some that I'll just like squeeze in my mouth. Which, I don't like, like store-bought honey. I've had like... Real like behind Real the honey place cone. in Traveler's Rest. Uh, yeah. I, can't, well, I can't remember what it's called. They, those people uh, were country club out. members. I'm sure, I'm sure they are. They were. No, uh, were. I knew them. Yeah. So I like honey like that, but I just don't like don't like it raw. Like I couldn't I like it. eat a spoonful of it. I feel it. I can. And um, my mom actually used to do that. Put make me do spoonfuls of honey when I was a kid because yeah, I hated what, it. There's some mixture the that you use rock and rye that like shitty malt liquor. Yeah, you, you use I mean it's, it's actual liquor, but you mix that and honey. It's only for 21 boys. Yeah, only for, yeah, only for 21. Yeah, so you. I'm mix. not gonna say my parents may or may not have given that to me if I had a sore throat as a kid. Like you don't well, like you say know. here's a fucking nah, mug for nah, it. It's it's just like a little. Yeah, it's you know. I mean, if you drink enough Benadryl, you can get fucked up. We give that to kids. So, what's yeah. the difference? Well, we... Okay. <laughs> to be clear, we don't give that to kids. He's saying people give that to kids. Yeah. yeah. Hakeem and I have never given kids Benadryl. <laughs> For the record. I don't think anybody thought that, but Well, okay. I wanted to clear that, that distinction. I mean, 6 9 may have heard, yeah, dude, heard that through the grapevine and say, hooks, lines, and hip-hop, drugs, children. <laughs> oh, God. What is now you said it and that shit becomes a soundbite. Yeah, You're just, I hope one day we're big enough that somebody makes that a soundbite. Oh God, that may be the the fact that tears us down. <laughs> my, my useless fact this week: the state of Florida is bigger than England. So you hear that, Queen of England? Florida has more ducks. They own more ducks than you. That's right. Yeah. That's a callback. If you if you know that reference, then you're a true fan. Yeah. No, no disrespect to our you. Our we have some pretty loyal UK followers. Yeah, shout so out not to, to not to disrespect them, but we Florida, our worst state, to be clear. <laughs> that's where you that that's the armpit of the United States. It really is. Owns more ducks than England. Florida, honestly, if Florida is a whole type of different. It's its own we, country. Why can't we give Florida to to uh, to Mexico and just solve that problem? I don't think that's just the section whole off all of Florida and then just give it to Mexico. No, really, the the problem is old white people in Florida. <laughs> Florida should just be its own country. Palm Beach is is where Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump and all those weird fucks go. Dude, West Palm Beach is it's rich. It's like people it's win. like Florida Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I went there, like you know how like you go to the beaches near here and it's like all those like gimmicky stores. Here's the T-shirt that we right. all sell, kind of yeah. stores. And down there, it's like doctors' offices. Banks. We we drove through this like area. Everybody has them in their town. You just it's a road and there's we call it the motor mile here and it's yeah. just car dealerships. It's not like Toyota. 
It was literally like Ferrari, Lamborghini dealerships. It was insane. Stupid money. Yeah. Stupid. It's money. the closest thing I've seen to like Rodeo. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah. So they should just make Florida its own country. Yeah. So <laughs> to be clear, Florida's better than England in this comparison. I think I'd rather I'd rather be smaller than Florida and have my shit together than be Florida with all that space. Yeah. Because I think maybe that's what what's driving people insane. They have too much room there. Are they really in order though? Like hashtag Brexit. <laughs> are they really in order? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Well, all our, all our news is fake. So we need to ask the UK viewers yes. what's going on. Please, with that. guys, contact us. Fill us in on Brexit, please. Yeah. I want to be fully informed. Yeah. Thank you. All I know is that Boris Johnson looks like Trump, and that's not a good thing to look like right now. It's kind of like not saying what's bracket at the beginning of an interview. I feel like nobody's taking him seriously right now because of that, huh? Because yeah. they've been, like, undermining him. And and he kind of looks like a character. He does look like a character. It's the hair, dude. It's yeah. the hair. I don't want to disrespect anybody who supports <laughs> Do you remember Tropic Thunder? <laughs> ben Stiller's character that had the crazy straw hair when he makes the doll. You know what I'm talking about? This. That's what Boris Johnson's hair looks like. Uh, that's great. Let's talk about Jack Harlow. Please, let's do it. So, like I said, my first, I guess, encounter with Jack Harlow would be from Patrick CC's YouTube channel. Right. Um, he was all right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't gripping to me. I was like, he's talented. The production is nice. I want to pull up last <clears throat> his last album that he dropped, which was. Give me a second here, boys and girls. Loose, 2018. That's the black, yeah, that's the black background. And mm-hmm. him him and his selfie, I'm just... He had some big, I mean, he had some big features for being yeah. that small of an artist. Sahai the Prince is, I mean, he's kind of underground. His, his career got shelved in good music. But he's a good rapper. K-Camp is, got a hit. Yep, K-Camp's a good artist. He uh, even got, uh, you don't like K-Camp? I like I K-Camp. like Cut Her Off. It ain't none of that bitch. That was K Camp. Mm-hmm. K Camp and Two Chains. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of that song, and I also felt like I just heard it on me. That's Three Strikes. What do you mean? Three Strikes. You you shouldn't on that. You uh, <laughs> you've already shot me two other times prior. That's Three Strikes. Talking about Boosie. I'm just not a big fan, dude. Mm. I'm just not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of Kick Camp. He's got a, he's got a hit though. That's, that's a big fine. that's a big artist for Jack Harlow. My favorite songs off of this last one, this last album, Loose though. The songs that got me really excited for him. Shout out to my friend Alexis. She's the one who told me about Jack Harlow. Um, was Sundown, Cody Banks, which to make a Cody Banks reference and make that work is pretty dope. And then um, Drip Drop with Saha the Prince. That's a big fucking feature. Sahih the Prince is a good music artist for you guys that don't know. So there was a there was a couple of good songs on here. But uh looking now at Confetti, what I noticed here is it's obviously a lot more focused, so it's because it's only 12 tracks. It's not an amalgamation of singles. I feel like these were all recorded within the same time, within the same headspace, you know? Yeah. Uh, so now this is this is kind of interesting. So Atlantic is who he is signed to. Right. Atlantic has a lot of kind of like the fly-by-nighters. Right. Do you think Atlantic is kind of breeding this kind of person, like somebody more underground that maybe could stand that test when all these other like little rappers are out of there? Because he's, he's got a decent fan base, I feel. I do think Jack Harlow has these... He does have staying power. My issue is, like you, I don't know... I've never seen a... A Jack Harlow fan, you know, but he does a lot of live shows, so I guess he yeah. has. I guess he has a decent following. Um, I hope he has a decent following, but for me, his music—it's hard to get into. It's and it's—it's it's very hard for me to even find anything good or bad to say about it. Even the last album, he's—he's he's sort of just somebody that I—I I notice he's there and he has some good songs, but. There's nothing about him yeah, that really he, like blows me away. He could be a singles artist. Like if he would focus and do, like drop two songs at a time that are hot. Yeah. Because there's good songs out here. Right. But they kind of all run together. I didn't feel like there was that that single either on this album. Through the night was the only one I think that came out on its own. Right. If I remember correctly. And the only reason why that came out was because Bryson Tiller's on it. Yeah. And it has a lot of views. It's kind of like a love song. 
they did the they did the album or they did the song the music video for the song in a skating rink and um yeah Mikel showed me that song and that's what kind of reintroduced me like and I was like okay he must be working on a on an album yeah for those of you that updated very, to iOS 13 do you like this shit on yeah your, you I like do it? like the lyrics I haven't gotten used to it yet yeah I like it navigating so, Apple music's a little different now I, I don't mind it the thing that I'm that I'm gonna point out here is just the lyrics are very like very bubblegum pop they're very like sing songy I feel like these are I feel like Jack Carter was trying to relate to a younger audience, like a high school crowd. Maybe. You know what I mean? That's what I feel like his music is good for. And I actually want to pull up his age. So he's 21. Okay, so and that's a good comparison because no, no slight to Mikel, but Mikel kind of listens to that type younger. of music. And he's, he's younger. He's younger than us. We're, you know, and that's, that is, that is, maybe that is, guys. I think you're right. I think that is his fan base because the guy that works at Zoomies. Yeah. That I follow on Apple Music. He has that was another person I saw in my friends list that had listened to him, mm-hmm. and he's a little bit, he's a good bit younger too. It, it he could be that almost. Forgive me for saying this, could be kind of like a Mac Miller, like early Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel that vibe coming from him where he's this likable guy. He's a <clears throat> he's not somebody who's. Like a big name, but maybe with the right marketing and the right album, he could be. Yeah. Like, I could see him being a big name, but I also can't see him being a big name because of the fact that I can't find his sound. Because he sounds like so many people. Yeah, there are a lot of people. On this album, too. Like, he's pulling from, I would say, a little bit of Drake. You you said Big Sean Like singing Big Sean. Yeah. Who else? Who engaged, I like that Big Sean. Oh, okay. Like oh. 2007 Big yeah. Sean. Like early my, last, yeah. my last. My yeah, last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those finally pop- famous. Right. Fin- finally famous Big Sean. Which that kind of that's what the old the old album kind of reminds me of that vibe. Yeah. Like that, you know, that started on YouTube sort of just here's my music. Kind of vibe that sundown song feels like it could have been like a big Sean song. Yeah. I do it. Like off that album for especially that beat even. Yeah. This feels like it was he had more of an identity on yeah. this track. Yeah, a lot less. Of like vocal effects, mm-hmm. so, I, and I also feel like you could have been younger when this track came out, because I think it was out for a while. And then we go to something here like Rotten. Shout out to getting DJ Drama to produce the track. But like you said, definitely more effects. Yeah, he's going for a more trendier sound on this album. Uh, I mean, I do feel the last album was more Jack Harlow, and maybe this album is more like Jack Harlow trying to do what's hot right now. Yeah. Also, getting the DJ drama feature, like you said, it's and cool. And it could also be label pressure too, because I mean, you've got some other people isn't signed DJ to Atlantic. DJ drama with Atlantic. DJ drama, I'm pretty sure it's with Atlantic. He has his own. He has his own imprint. I could be wrong. Um, I mean, they've got a lot of like popping artists right now, so it may be kind of pressure. I mean, they got a boogie who's huge in, in New York. I mean, he's huge everywhere. Like, but that's kind of the same thing. Like, we, I, I don't know. And a, a boogie though a makes a little more sense because New York is backing a boogie. Yeah. He's kind of getting that look from the New York radio station. Just type in DJ drama record label here. I was just going to read. So, Oh, you want Boosie's on there. Bruno Mars is on there. I know Burna boy was signed to them. Charlie Puth. That's a huge, Pop name, right? So I think you've got some big label mates that you've you you kind of want to be at, named in the top list with them. Currency is signed to them, and these are just up. Uh, Dram is signed to them. Ed right. Sheeran, Flo Rida, yeah. So and Atlantic isn't anything, everything. And I'm that these are just the there are imprints within. Yeah, these these people could all be signed under different imprints. Like right now, DJ Drama does have an imprint with Atlantic Atlantic Records. Um, generation now with Don Cannon. Right. That's where Uzi signed. That's where 
he's been complaining for the right. last two fucking years. So about, I, I don't know. Obviously, budgets are are split, and he's right. got his. Uh, Atlantic it, is making a large share of the money right now off of. I feel like they all the artists they have are streaming. Like they're kind of like big streaming artists. Kodak Black, Kyle, not Kevin really Gates. anymore. Kevin Gates always Little does Skies, cool. Lil Uzi, we already mentioned. Mason right. Ramsey, shout out. <laughs> so everybody, a lot of people are signed to like three record Wait. labels. If you guys really break it down, R&P, Hustle. Yep. OT Genesis, that's a big streaming artist. Right. Again, somebody who comes out with a single once in a while. So, okay, so we've kind of understood that, yes, maybe there was some label pressure here. I've also said Jack Carlo feels a little bit manufactured to me. Like, he got a Reebok deal, and, again, like, I understand he's kind of big, but I don't I don't know, like, yeah, where well, the diehard fans That's just cosigns are. from Atlantic. Like, right. I'm sure Reebok reached out to Atlantic, like, hey, give us an artist that we can make some money on, right. and that artist can make some money on. Right. And they gave Jack Carlo that look. It could yeah. be that. It I mean, could. I don't I don't think, is, is he just a model in the thing, or does he have his own, like, line? No, no, no. She's just, like, modeling the shoes, okay. like Ray Schremer did. Yeah, and, like, what Jane kind of does for New Balance. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I see that. That's just, I mean, I'm sure, obviously, Atlantic's getting something out of it, and Reebok is getting something out of it. Yeah. Like, I don't see that. I feel that. I was just saying, it was just kind of weird for him to get that big of a look, though. I mean, that's sort of the, the idea of the label, so... Shout out if the label's really trying to make him some money. Yeah, yeah. So, and it looks like, it seems like the f- the earliest EP he has on <clears throat> on iTunes is, or on Apple Music, I should say, is The Handsome Harlow. This was back in 2015. So he's been doing this for about four years, and he already has a record, la- record deal, yeah. so. I mean, who knows how long he was doing it before that. Right, right, so. I, I big ups to you, but... I don't really have much yeah, else to say about nothing, this. Nothing is too gripping. I mean, if I'm going to say something good about it, the production is good. I mean, obviously you got DJ Drama. The production was a little more trap than the last. I think the production mixed with his vocals on the last album do a better job than this one. Yeah. Personally. Um, he had more personality on the last most album. Most definitely. Yeah. This one was a lot of, I don't want to say cloning, but we heard a lot of influence right. in this album, whereas he sounded more original on Loose. Right. For sure. Right, and um, for me, uh, I would give this album. I mean, if I if I have, I wouldn't want to give it a score, honestly, just because it's it's just not for me. Yeah, but it's, I could it's recommend here or there it to me. Yeah, I could recommend it to. Some, I'll give it a five in that case then, just because yeah. that's there's nothing offensive about it. Like not nothing offensive. I heard was bad. No, no, nothing I heard was bad. But it's just, I feel like I'm a little maybe I'm a little past this point, like of listening to this kind of music, just for me. Yeah, I like I like when he's like kind of flowing on songs like Sunflower or Cody Banks, where he's got a bit more of an aggressive flow, and he's he can he has he has he's kind of like Logic, where when he wants to, he he can like spit kind of fast, and yeah. it's impressive. So I like those kind of tracks, but other than that, I'm not really like excited to hear another Jack Harlow yeah. project. Yeah, I mean I'll listen to the next one, but I don't think I, I would... won't. But I'm not gonna. Ex- I mean, that, if if it pops up, I mean, we don't. There's dry spells. Like this may have been refreshing a couple months ago. Was, we were kind of <laughs> when we had to review Gunna. Yeah, when we had to review Gunna. <laughs> yeah, like around there, like the beginning of the year. Like this would have kind of been refreshing. So we'll see. I'm good. I'm good. I'll. I'll I'm not gonna seek it out. I'll if it be, finds me. I'll casually look at Jack Harlow. I'll I'll look from afar. If if I hear like something's bubbling. Okay. Hey, I'll jump on. But for right now, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Jack Harlow the same way I look at Russ. Aside from the AIDS, like yeah, you got talent, but um, just you're not on for the it. ride. That's yeah. a good way to put it. All right, guys. Well, when we get back, we'll talk about Emmanuel by Mirvan. Hey, everybody! Thanks for tuning in to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We really appreciate the support. If you are listening on an Apple device, please rate and review the episode. This helps us grow. It also shows us how we can better serve you guys. Also, don't forget that we are on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Hit us up with questions, comments, even criticism. Once again, that's HLHPO. Enjoy the episode. And we're back, guys. So before we get off Jack Harlow topic completely, I wanted to play this Sway's Five Finger Death. This is Hakeem's way of, nice death way of saying, style. I kind of feel like I should have done him a little too much. Here's a positive note. I kind of said that there wasn't much that I liked about him, but 
I did say I like to hear him rap, and he can't. He's got a good yeah. flow, so I wanted to exemplify that here. Not everybody can do this. He's already done it once. Sorry, guys. We're gonna see if we can take it up another level. Make it harder. Thank you, Sway, for this clip. Shout out, Jack Carlo. Sway in the morning, shade four five. Get that confetti. <laughs> get that, get that confetti. That's why I don't yes, care much sir. for him. I love you. I love you, Sway. And they hear it. I thought you said he was gonna rap. Last year I lost what I had left of my innocence. I can have a good girl, but I like a messy like my chemistry. Paul, I think I did some shit. No, I'm not a killer, but I might just have to hit a switch. Okay. Man, I know he can do this. Well, I wanted to hear it. I get so impatient because I know that we got hits to get. Trust me, I got lines and I got hooks. It's like I went to fish. I don't make it intricate on purpose. I'm just ill with this. Tell me, can you deal with this? It ain't some cute. She just ain't met nobody. Record scratches from 1935. Slide down Barstown. Is that a bike belt? You fucking with the fountain. If I keep it a thousand, I probably need some counseling. My pops is about as ready as my accountant. What I do without him, I can't trust a soul. When I come to town, <laughs> she give me something, now? I can drown it. I remember back when y'all was doubting. Now you get to know it's self-doubters. Self-doubters. Younger in the crowd. She screaming the loudest. We know you ain't bound. It's cool. It's cool that you have to switch your flow, by the way. That's what I like about sweaters. Because he plays five different beats. This is fair. Would the baby be able to do this? Yes. Yes? Yes. Baby on baby on baby on baby. Baby on baby on baby yeah. on baby. Can Blueface <laughs> do this? Go. Blueface That's what I'm good. Like, Blueface would go, I'm off beat and it doesn't matter. No, I think he has talent. It would work. I ain't bad with my keep one in the purse. First I hit it, then I pass it like I'm speaking in the church. Where she got that semen on her shirt from? He definitely listened to our future. Just in case you're looking for somebody yeah. to get dirt from, I recommend you reach out to the girls in the city I ain't heard from. They would be the first ones to tell you I ain't worth nothing. I feel Y'all like he's trying to sing sometimes. Like he's like, he wants to do the Drake thing. This is the type of shit that they've been waiting on. All she play inside the whip is Latin trap and reggaeton. I was off, so I'm happy sweating to the break of dawn. No pants, hair tie, go ahead and take that thong off, girl. Don't take it wrong. Hard to focus when you're trying to keep it track. Yeah, he kind of missed that there a little bit. A little bit, a little bit, but it's also kind of, it's also it's a lot of pressure, you yeah. know? But yeah, I, I doubt Sway gives you too many takes. No. You probably get like one or two, yeah. and then he's like, nah, bro, this, this is it. Yeah. So, shout out to Jack Harlow. <laughs> Editing is whack, upside down screen and highlight lyrics on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to Sway, too. I still like Sway in the morning. So, thank you, Jack Harlow. All right. What's going on here? Oh, what I'm rocking? Today, guys, I'm going with uh, your granola camp counselor. Uh, I have on like a, I have on like a camp tee. I have on some green shorts. These are exclusively from Goodwill. And I got on, I went back to the Asics, the gels. I got those out the closet and I'm rocking them right now. It's a very earthy vibe today. God, yeah, you, very earthy. You just came back from a hike. Yeah, yeah. I definitely went for a hike and um, we ate Nature Valley bars. Hakeem dates women with armpit hair now. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Mr. Not, uh, not at all. I'm just describing his look. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, she has dreads also. Okay, now you. Definitely. And a liberal arts degree. Well, she finished. <laughs> um. I've got on the Fear God Platinum Mox. Shut um, out. Full hype beast. Yeah. Um, I've got on some distressed denim as usual. A black t-shirt. Where are the Carhartt tees, bro? I still got them. You need to pull them back I got to rotate them. Come on. Come on. Let's no, get, right let's now get I'm on these, these nice, they're champion. And I don't really like champion a lot because they do a lot of all over print. Yeah. I like the more, like this is just. Them and Fila need to stop with that all over yeah, print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's done now. That's kind of a dead. That was like a fast fashion kind of thing. Yeah, I'm glad. But I just it's dead. plain. plain it's plain. good. I I'm the same. I just went plain. Yeah, just went plain. Um, nothing really new as far as shoes releases. I got the Tinker Three Blacks just because they dropped in price. Great they sale. Worth, they weren't worth two hundred, but they're worth one hundred and nineteen. That's yeah, for damn sure. For sure. And I've never had a pair of threes, so you like them? They, Have you tried them? On? I tried them on. They're tight. A little, but they're a little bulky for me. Like yeah. that's why I don't like the fours. The fours on me are super bulky. The fives, dude. The fives make it look like you just have on like boots. Yeah, you have on like some tins. Yeah, the sixes is where they started to turn around for me. Yeah, 
Um, but Tyler has a new pair of Converse coming out on the 12th. Do you guys remember from Cherry Bomb, the blue pants he wore with like the lightning bolts and flames on them? In the music video for Death Cam. Yeah. So this may have been a, a design that he may have had on a Vans, potentially, that was coming out. Because, you know, the, the deal he had with Vans kind of soured and he signed with Converse. So maybe that's why we're just now starting to see this is because he couldn't do it with Vans. I keep thinking it would look better just if it was a Vans, though. Maybe. Yeah. I kind of thought that. I like. See, I'm more down. I'm down more with Vans. Like if you say canvas shoe, Converse, or Vans, mm-hmm. it's Vans for me. Also, I'm not a huge fan of high top shoes because I mainly wear shorts. Yeah, those look weird to people in shorts. I've never yeah. seen anybody with shorts and Converse. It's odd. High it's not a great look. Yeah, it's not a great look. Yeah. So I, I won't. I won't wear them, but. I do admire Tyler's creativity. The bottoms are honestly my favorite part of the shoe. See, like, and I, you can't even see them. That's why I think I'm getting more into like plain colored clothing is because I want to rock like more wild, wild shoes. shoes. Yeah, and that's always what I've done because I'm not. I'm. I mean, I'm a bigger guy, so it's kind of hard to find like crazy ass hype beast clothing or anything. But I tend to wear just like black, gray, white. You know, very neutral colors. So I always went like crazy with the shoes. Yeah, but so I that, like that a may, lot of black that, shoes too. That may be a cop for me because I've I haven't had a pair of Converse. High I would tops love to see sixth grade. I'd love to see them also. They kind of I don't want to own something Tyler. Like that's the same yeah. kind of motivation for having the ones. Yeah. Is yeah, you might just put those in the case and never rock them. Yeah. The bottoms. The bottoms are crazy. They're like has crazy bottoms. They're little white lilies. Very pretty. That I I hate to say that, but it's just very pretty. It's a pretty shoe. Yeah. It's honestly like more like an art piece than a, something I would rock. Yeah. So that's really all. Nothing, nothing new. We talked about the late September, early August drops in the last episode. Yes. Um, but let's get into Amir Van. Let's do it. Um, Talking about Emmanuel. So you guys, Jake and I, we have our white belts in Brockhampton lore. We do not know all the drama. Um, but I did a little bit of YouTube. Or YouTubing. I did a little bit of Google searching. For you. So, Amir Van, of course, was kicked out of Brockhampton for sexual assault allegations. Two women who he had relationships with uh, brought up the fact that some of the stuff that he was doing sexually came off as, like, BDSM, but he was just taking it too far. And uh, because of that, Brockhampton felt the need to kind of step away from... uh, from Amir and yeah. kicked him out of the group. And regardless if you are fans of Amir and think that he's innocent and that this unfounded or you're on the other side, I still think that distancing themselves from him was a good idea because just the trend in media right now, that's not a good look for a band that's a group that's doing so well as them. Like that, it's kind of like a, it's kind of way the NFL is looking at some of these controversial players right. and saying, is the risk of, is the negative effects of having you worth you doing so well. Like, people not wanting to sound Antonio Brown. Obviously, he's a phenomenal talent, but is, is his extracurriculars worth being that good of a player? Like, right. there's value. You have to weigh it. So, I don't I don't feel like... Amir, Amir listen, there's, there's a very... I didn't mean to cut you off, but there's, like, a very vocal uh, group of Brockhampton fans who do want Amir back, who do say that, you know, he was, like, the best lyrically in the group. Yeah. And he does have a very uh, he he does have a big presence on tracks, especially in the old saturation tapes. You know, he was always really memorable on right. those. So I understand what they're saying, but you know, you got to do what's best for the group. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if if you look at it, if they have like a true like band mentality, they may have voted on this. Yeah, yeah there may be Rockhampton, and they were really broken up about it, but they did address it on Ginger, and supposedly one of them. Uh, may have gotten jumped because of Amir, so now it's kind of like fuck you on both sides. But I want to, we can jump right into the first track because I would say that one is the most, is the heaviest. Yeah, uh, right and off it, the bat, it goes along. But, but album art now is kind of lost. Right. When usually we see album art, and it's just oh, that you made a, you got a cool designer. But he's sitting here, somebody's shaving his head, like right. it's kind of like, like a okay, shame thing. Yeah, like I'm I'm ashamed or. He's being about to change. Yeah, or like I'm making a making a change. For me, I think that cover depicts more of uh, him being shamed, him being dragged through the mud, and that's also 
what the first track I felt like was about was just his his suicidal thoughts, his feeling of just all the regret from the decisions that he's made that he's made that maybe have led up to this point. Um, he does say like one of the only solutions is suicide and all that stuff. So it's a very it's a very heavy start to the album. It goes to show you like I guess kind of the feelings that he was going through after being kicked out. Of course, yeah. it's a very traumatic thing. So that first track in particular is very very heavy. Well, and so it's probably like the complete one eighty in like what what you're receiving like on Instagram social media like when he was with Brock Hampton he's probably getting all this praise like damn right. this out al- these albums are dope these albums are dope blah blah, mm-hmm. blah and then now you have people threatening you like I can't believe you did this and now you're getting in all this hate like that but changes your whole mentality of, 180 right right and and I'm sure those first probably the first like couple months especially when the when the allegations came out were really hellish um, so th- that pretty much for the six tracks, I would say that's a constant theme of the album is is the the shame that uh, Amir is feeling, some regret. That he talks he about that too on Los Angeles, right? And he shits on he shits on the group a little bit on the song Los Angeles as well, you know. So he's he's taking subtle jabs here and there still, which yeah, but I wouldn't I say I wouldn't really say it's a diss because I don't think he said anything really hateful. There's one line in particular, but. Like, the one that sticks out to me is, like, I lost my friends in Los Angeles. Right, right. Well, he was just saying he, he lost his entire way. But there is a line. I don't remember if it's on this track. Which I'm not as in tune to the mm-hmm. Brockhampton it's the culture as There's you are. There's one so track. I may have, uh, I, maybe it's Glock 19 where he's flexing. Sorry, guys. Like, I know a story of added on to some people were probably like, how's he dissing Drake? Right, it, but I I just may not be hip to the the culture. Right, right. There are some subtle jabs. Either way, there are some jabs here towards Brockhampton and maybe some members in particular. But it's a uh, I would say the the theme of this track or the th- theme of the album is very it's very dark. It's very much a uh, I don't know if it's like a coming back story. It's more of just like. He leaves it kind of on like a cliffhanger. Like you don't really know if this means that he's gonna really be putting out a lot more music or not. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, with it being an EP, it may just be like here, here's this to stay interested, and he may be working on something, or he may just. I think this be was doing just this to stay in the talk. Maybe this was just him addressing his his feelings about the whole situation. So maybe I this mean, is the last we'll hear hear about maybe the situation. Or this may be kind of a teaser, like, hey, I, if I can do this for 17 minutes and stay on theme, and I mean, overall, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But if I can stay on theme for 17 minutes, he could probably do a whole album. Well, he's a, he's very talented, no doubt. Uh, these aren't his best lyrical moments. I would say the lyrics on here are really simplistic, but what gives it that punch is, of course, you know, he's hitting on some very hard topics. You know, the way the way he was brought up, the way he was raised, those are all really heavy themes. Uh, he talks about that. He, of course, is addressing his regret, suicide, um, drug drug use. So these are all really dark themes. And Jake actually mentioned that he felt like this was like an Earl album. Well, there were times like the songs would start. Like, I like, don't like shit. Damn, this sounds like an Earl song. Yeah, very, very The heavy dark. bass. The yeah. heavy bass usage in all six tracks definitely reminds me of I don't like shit, I don't go outside. The cover art even it's just reminds dark. me of I don't like shit even. So I I can I can see that comparison. I could definitely see that comparison. Again, the beginning and end tracks are both those are my favorite tracks. Emmanuel is it very uh very vulnerable. It puts a lot of things on the table and then with plastic you do have again that ending kind of on a cliffhanger where he goes, They want more but I gotta go. And he repeat, repeats that in the last three lines of the the end the end track plastic. So yeah, and that could too be saying like, hey, I may be stepping back. That's what I'm saying. I don't really know if that means that we're. I'm sure we're going to get more music from him because this is like a, a a major record label helped distribute this. It was a Winston Wolf LLC. So I mean, and I have seen follow like the only person in Brockhampton that I follow is Kevin Abstract. Uh, I'd like follow on social medias and 
I don't see Amir Van like mentioned a lot on him, but I have seen other followers of like people that I follow talking about him. Right. So he may be getting a lot of kind of backlash, and he's just wanting to get. I, I mean, I can understand wanting to get away, whether you're guilty or innocent. Being accused. That's why I think we t- it took so long to hear from him. Yeah. So so maybe like at the time when he was um when he was recording this, maybe he wasn't sure if he he wanted to continue on with music because of the fact that he was you know contemplating his, his fucking life. Yeah. You know. I mean, and obviously too, that's a hypersensitive issue. Yeah. Right now in the media, suicide and overdosing. Well, that and I'm talking talking about too sexual sexual assault. assault. Yeah. I mean, it's just a hypersensitive issue. Yeah. Of right course. Now. And it and it does need to be that way, especially in the beginning when, you know, when the Weinstein news broke. Oh yeah, it was like this is going on. You know, people had and it was like, it was the it was like a secret, but it was in plain sight as well. You know, it was just yeah. hiding in plain sight. So, it it definitely needed to be addressed. And again, I respect both parties in this. I mean, I respect Brock Hampton's uh, decision, and also. I respect Amir Van for coming out with this project after all the scrutiny that he faced. Again, no no charges were filed right. at him, so it's it's not like he got in any sort of legal trouble, regardless of whether maybe he, he overstepped the boundaries with somebody. Who knows? Yeah. I wasn't there. Overall, I really enjoyed this project. I enjoyed the fact that it was darker, and it made sense based on the, the issues that he was addressing on here. My favorite tracks were Emmanuel, Glock 19, Los Angeles, Plastic. I like I like the whole thing, but... I like Pop Trunk a lot. Yeah? What'd you like about um, that one? I'm going to play that one. That's what I'm thinking of. That was the one when on the first listen, I was like bumping to it. Yeah. If it'll play. The, yeah, this right here. Because I didn't, I didn't really get the, well, that's what, that's what grabs me. I didn't get the, like, all of what he was saying in Emmanuel the first listen, because right. I don't, I didn't have a big expectation for him, because he's kind of unknown. I mean, I'd heard him in Brockhampton, but this is completely new with him being on his own. So I just, and it was in the car. So I, when I'm in the car, I'm not analyzing. I was, then, I listened to it late at night. I was reading the lyrics just laying yeah. on my couch. I had to do it with every album, because mm-hmm. some, the music right now sometimes sounds the same. I knew he and was going to be talking about a lot, so I was like, I want to... See, I I didn't, the, the sexual assault thing didn't even register with me at first. Yeah. I just was like, oh, this is that Brock Hampton artist. Right. Um, but then when I went back and listened, I didn't get the context of Emmanuel until the second listen. So Pop right. Trunk, is that's the one that where the production got me the most. And I was like, okay, this is... I'm, I'm liking this. It's gonna. It definitely sounds really good. But Emmanuel and Plastic are the, really the two best. And I like, I like what he's talking about in Los Angeles. I think that will probably be a song that may hold up because he's not really taking shots at them hard like if right. if, if he does make a musical career after this mm-hmm. that's a good that's a good song to say oh you didn't know about him getting kicked out of this band he make kind of made a song about it right and just play this well it does it does kind of address everything that went on i hope that the next album or the next project that we get from amir will be longer and maybe it'll be something Something about like his life now, yeah, and how it's changed since. Absolutely. Shout out to him here. Uh, what are you giving it? It was it was better than Jack Harlow's. If we're looking at, if I'm gonna look at him in comparison. Mm-hmm. Definitely a little bit better than Jack Harlow's. Um, I'd say a six because it wasn't that much better in my opinion. Okay. I mean, it was good. I, I I respect what he's talking about. He did it in a diplomatic way. I think it it would if if he if it was completely unfounded and he felt like he was totally in the right. I think we would have seen him come out. He's still out playing be, the victim a little bit. He is a that's little. My, that's the only critique I have because... But it would have been easy to come out and flame him. Yeah, yeah, but he's not He's not blameless in this. And I, maybe if you wanted to address it, you could show maybe some remorse more, more directly. I'm sure he feels remorse, but maybe something a little more direct. But he probably doesn't want to admit guilt either. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to take like the middle yeah, ground. If, yeah. if there are allegations and there's been no charges, you just kind of have you can't give. Yeah, you can't be like any ammunition. If he did side. it, if he did it, he wouldn't like put out in detail what happened. Right. But so that's what I'm saying. Like he didn't really go at them in a like malicious or spiteful way. I don't think so. He was diplomatic in talking about it. It's it's um, been yeah, it's long enough now. It's it's been well, it's been a decent amount of time, you know, since that went on, or since that split. It happened in shoot. It was last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... It was, yeah, it was in between July. Iridescence and... 
the new one. Yeah, right. Ginger. Yeah. Eric Essence and Ginger. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a six. I give it a seven because I really enjoyed the production a lot on this. I think the production helped it for me. Uh, I mean, M- or Amir's delivery also is really good. And it's different, too. It's not the same every track. It just it reminds different. me very much of Brock. It, like his, it reminds me of why I liked him on the saturation tape so much. So, shout out to Amir. I'm interested to hear more projects from him. Yeah, I am, too. Yeah. Hopefully this doesn't become like a Sierra to him, and this is what he's going to talk about and make a whole music career off of. Yeah. Like, nah. I'm talking about future mentioning Sierra. Like, I hope this is not a theme in every album. No, no. And I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited to hear more. Sweet. Sweet. So, All besides right. this, what you been listening to? Uh, I've been listening to Nirvana again. I don't know why I always somehow go back to them, especially towards, like, October. Um, bro, we only listen to Drake in October, bro. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I went back to Trippy Red's exclamation mark album. Is it, is it tried so to shitty? get into it. Is it still shitty? <laughs> yeah, uh, the only songs that I would say I warmed up to are Be Yourself and I Try, which I think I actually praised those when we did the review. And um, still listening to Don Toliver. Okay. And that's it. All right. So this is really diverse. We got some Willie Bob. Nelson, some new edition. SpongeBob SquarePants tracks. Um, Which tracks, dude? The fun song. <laughs> that one. What? There's another big one on there. Campfire song. No, ripped pants. Oh, okay. Cause I ripped. Damn, that actually is like a classic. Yeah. A what blood? Oh, Kitsy goes a classic. Uh, uh, we're not. We're not betrayway. Uh, I also listen to Kitsy goes. Um, let's see. This was pretty diverse. So Al Green always. Hobo Johnson Stone rotation. I'm really liking that. Um. The Young M.A. singles. I yep. think she comes... Fri- is it Friday, too? <laughs> and hers is dropping Friday. Ooh, the baby and uh, Young M.A. That'd be nice. That's a that's a combo made in uh, heaven, ladies and gentlemen. I was listening to uh, Tunnel, Tunnel Vision. Yeah, uh, painting pictures. Hank Williams Jr. English. Hank Williams Jr. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, you frat boys know him for uh, family tradition. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. Tell me, Hank, why do you drink? To get fucked up. Yeah. Why do you roll smoke? We called it Pike House tradition. Yeah. 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 He's got some heaters if you're a country music fan. Yeah. I only liked him when I was blacked out drunk. Okay. <laughs> like most people that listen to country music heavy are probably blackout drunk. <laughs> the only time Hank Jr. came on it, I promise you, every single time it was about two or four in the morning, and I'm about eight. What happens at three? Y'all, you just blew right past three. Dude, who knows? Three is when, like, the you know, other stuff would kick yeah, in. You don't have to implicate yourself. You know, I'm not yeah. going to, but it was just, just so much drinking. My God. And Hank would come on and what? everybody I'm gonna let you know Greek culture in college is the next thing to get canceled. I mean, oh yeah, it's getting there. It's getting yeah. there. Yeah, Hank's always good, no matter what time it is. For sure. Um, so, what you put for the writing prompt this week? So today, the writing prompt this week that I selected was, "What is the biggest? Who is the biggest influence in your life right now?" And I like that right now. Uh, hmm. Adding on there. What's yours? For me, it was Elon Musk. And that's only because I've been... For some reason, whenever I'm... Kim's a cyborg. Whenever I'm trying to learn something new, it helps to have on... Like, it helps to put myself in somebody else's shoes when I'm trying to learn something difficult. Like, somebody who I think is better than me. I go, like, what would this person do? And then I feel like I'm able to accomplish that task better than if I didn't think about it that way. Because if I think about, like, my own abilities... I tend to feel like small and ill-equipped, but if I go like, like I remember whenever I go into a new job, the hardest worker I know is my mom. So I'm like, True. how would my mom, how would my mom like handle this job? And I work the way I would see my mom work. And sure enough, you get calls from the owner thanking you for how you're doing, for the good job you're doing. So shout out to my mother. Shout yeah. out to her. Always killing it. Um, I don't know. I don't think I could relate to Elon Musk if I was trying to learn. That dude's too out there. Right. He, I also like the way he was interacting with Joe Rogan on the podcast. I, I don't. That's that a, makes that me very unsettling. He, like I felt very uncomfortable watching. It. Like I feel like if I was there, it would have been okay. Mm-hmm. But I got the same vibe that I get from like the Lincoln Matthew McConaughey commercials. 
Oh, you, really? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, this is cringy? I, I wouldn't really say cringy. Like, I just have a feeling and I, I, I don't like it. Oh. Like, I feel like if I was in a room like with Matthew McConaughey alone, I would not feel comfortable. Hey, Jake. How you doing? Yeah. You want to drive a Lincoln? All right, all right, all right. There's only one thing that me and Matthew McConaughey, I think, would have in common. <laughs> but, and that's always being shirtless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dude, oh, that's, actually, that's actually Matthew McConaughey <laughs> texting me. Hey, Jake, don't, don't talk about me being shirtless, bro. I don't know. Hey. <laughs> That was actually Nike probably asking. Do you want to buy more sneakers, shoes. Jake? They know I do. Do you I mean, want to buy more sneakers? Push Jake? notifications. Speaking of sneakers, I'm gonna dust you in some wee bowling when we get done with this podcast. I don't know what that has to do with sneakers. That's what they don't even to. have feet. Also bro. wanted to play uh, 2K, but I wanted to play bowling, okay. and you need to wear bowling shoes. That's the way Elon Musk would have connected it. No, that's, I just that felt was successful. I just felt unsettling. That was good. See, unsettled, much like you feel when you watched. Elon Musk. That's what I'm saying. I'm good, dude. I made you feel unsettled like no, Elon. No, you didn't make... I'm saying like oh. I felt unsettling. If I was very unsettled watching Oh, watching Elon. I feel you. I wasn't. I, I, I put it on when I study sometimes, too. I just throw it on my podcast I have in the background. I feel smarter when it's going on. No. Shout out to Elon. So who's yours? Who's your inspiration right now? My inspiration. Or who's having the biggest impact on your life right now? I mean, I read Logic's book. Biggest influence <laughs> in your life, right? Logic? Dude, it's I'm fine just, if it's I'm Logic. Just kidding. It's Jake, not. listen, Jake read Supermarket, and he goes, oh my god, this is literature. I liked it. Yeah. I, I didn't say it was it. literature. I He's, liked it. He said literature, and then he was smoking a pipe. It is technically literature, by definition. <laughs> it's, it's a book. <laughs> it's a... It's a I mean, it's I have classical a, literature. I have a Kanye book too, and that's that, that is definitely dude, literature. no. But that's like kind of a grail because yeah, I don't think you can really find that book that anywhere. Real literature. I don't know. To keep it related to hip hop, I think Travis, like that dude, is like killing mm-hmm. life, like in every aspect. Exactly from the outside looking in. Obviously, I, no, I no, no. I think from the inside looking out, from the outside looking in, from to every fair, angle. The, the documentary he kind of helped produce. So. Yeah, yeah. From what we perceive his life to be. Do you think he has money problems? Probably not. Do you think he has money problems? Probably not. Probably not. Do you think Travis ever goes, I feel unfulfilled in my life? Probably not. Maybe. Huh? Maybe. Maybe, but, well, you know what? Maybe because he doesn't have a Grammy. Okay. Maybe that could do it. All I'm saying is he's... He's killing it, right? Look at the... Like, literally, he has a hand in a lot of the stuff he does, and he's... He is doing it to the fullest of his experience. Jake also low-key has a Travis kind of, like, kind of shrine here for him. Yeah. He definitely is a big part of the podcast. So, I mean, it's his his work ethic. Like, obviously, yeah. we've talked about the fact he doesn't write lyrics. We like Travis, and we like Earl for different reasons. Um, yep. And Earl is just as worthy of a, quote, shrine. Yeah. But right now, like, you can just see, like, he's doing... Doing it all and, yeah. do, and doing it well, and he's very creative. And I think you're you're also you also value creativity. So yeah, he's just he's killing it. And that's what, something to what aspire would, to. Yeah, what would Travis do? What would Travis do? Yeah. Try that out, dude. When you're at work, just like what would Travis do? Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, oh, there's Dragon with the Tourette's again. <laughs> he's in the corner. You're in the corner with the ones on, just going I'd like get like an HR fuck? inquiry, like. We're suffering from something that we need to know about. We need to drug test you now. (laughs) You're suffering from something that would would keep you from performing your duties. Oh, Um, my God. Yeah, that was a good one. That was good. That was good. All righty, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. For those of you that don't know Hank Williams Jr., you picked the Ride Out song last episode. Yes. All my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. You ever heard this? I think I've heard this one. Anything else you want to say? Before nah. we ride out to this, nah, I want everybody this is rap in a country me. song. Just listen to what he's saying. That's right. And it's kind of like, like Charlie Brown and Muppets. <coughs> this intro is a little longer than I thought it was. Pianos don't do this anymore, dude. No.
I told you. Y'all have a good one. Do you want a party? Let's go. Let's go get drunk. I feel like we should drink some Budweiser's. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see you